If you co-parent with a narcissist, here is a hard pill to swallow. The narcissistic parent does not love your children the way you do. Their love is very conditional. In fact, they do not love them at all. Why? Because they see them as extensions that were created only to serve the narcissist's ego, not these separate individuals who have separate lives and separate identities and that need to be respected. The only thing that the narcissist loves about your children is the attention, the admiration and the adoration they get from them. Their love for your children is centered to the image the children have the narcissist project in the world. They may provide for their physical needs, but they lack true parental love. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. Today in this episode, we're going to talk about how to protect your children from a narcissistic parent's abuse, how to undo the damage caused by the narcissist and how to function as a dual parent. Before we begin with the topic at hand, I have an announcement for you. I am doing an online three hour live workshop on master co-parenting with a narcissist and it is happening twice, first on 27th May and then on 3rd June. In this workshop, I'll talk about many things, including and not limited to how to separate parent with a narcissist because co-parental parenting is not possible in co-parenting, definitely not. How to outsmart them by using their nature against them, how to negotiate with them, how to protect your peace, how to reclaim your life and how to help your children grow into healthy adults. If that sounds interesting, book your seat by clicking the i button above or the link in the description. Let's get started with understanding the catastrophic impact of the narcissistic parent's presence in your child's life. A child's brain is like a blank slate. Whatever is written on it in their childhood stays and it shapes their adulthood. And they have to deal with a lot when they come to terms with the fact that they grew up around a narcissistic parent. It is a pure devastation, a pure destruction. How do I know it? Because I have been through it. I have experienced it. I grew up around a malignant narcissistic father and a covert narcissistic mother. And you, you can imagine the hell. Co-parenting for a narcissist is not an opportunity to focus on the same goals or to focus on the children's growth. Of course not. It is an opportunity. It's a way for the narcissist to punish you for the crimes you never committed, to punish you for leaving, to punish you for taking a stand against them. Co-parenting is a way for the narcissist to make you tiptoe around them, to drain you financially, to drain you mentally and cause more trauma. And unfortunately, it's not only you who is subjected to this abuse, your children become the biggest victims of it. Why and how? I'll talk about that in a moment. Your children have to deal with a lot of confusion because on one hand, the narcissist doesn't discipline them, there are no boundaries at all, they just let them do whatever they want to and that is not love, it is spoiling, it is putting them on the pedestal and they do it only for one reason, to punish you, to prove to the children you are a crazy monster for setting a routine, for disciplining them, for basically having a structure. There is no structure there, so the children naturally think they are a better parent because they get to skip brushing their teeth. They can eat whatever they want to. They eat junk. Maybe sometimes they don't eat at all. Other times they are made to eat things they don't want to. So it's completely unpredictable. But with you, 
there is predictability. So there is a conflict always going on. It is a struggle that you always have to fight because you have to correct their behavior. You have to show them how things are not wrong with their parent and what they need to do and what they do not need to. And sometimes it can get really messy because your children may not see where you're coming from, what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it. The point that I'm trying to make here is in every situation, co-parenting is a struggle with the narcissist. In fact, co-parenting in this context is an oxymoron because no such concept exists. Parallel parenting is also not possible because when we say parallel parenting, we say the narcissist is parenting on their side and you should focus on your side. But the truth is the narcissist is not parenting at all. They are abusing you. They are abusing the children. The only parent who has to take care of all the responsibilities of all the things is you and you only. So how do you deal with this mess? First of all, you have to work on your wounds. That is extremely important and crucial because that will set the stage to do the external work. You have to first do the internal work. You have to heal the wounds the narcissist left you with. More precisely, you have to learn how to stabilize your nervous system. I keep saying that because in this battle, your reactivity will be used against you. The more calculated and the more strategic you are, the better you will fight because your strategic nature will make you unpredictable. They won't be able to foresee how you will react to their abusive tactic and you will be able to respond better. The second thing that is a must to do is creating a space, a safe space for the children to collapse in. Because when they are with a narcissistic parent, they have to be on high alert. Their nervous system is activated. They are either fighting against the situation or running away from it, or they are fawning or freezing. They're just complying, they're obeying because they do not want to be punished by the narcissist, which is why you see a different kind of behavior when they're around them, but they're completely different when they are with you. Because with you, they feel safe. So you have to truly create a safe place for them to collapse, for them to recover from the damage caused to their nervous system by the narcissist. The third thing that you must understand that you cannot be an authoritative or authoritarian type of parent because if you tell them what to do without helping them understand what you're saying, they will be extremely triggered because then what is the difference between you and the narcissist if you're just asking them to do things without rhyme or reason? You have to learn how to attune with them, how to sit with them, how to get to their level. There is a principle called ALRC. You have to sit down and you have to bring yourself to their level and look them eye to eye and help them co-regulate their nervous system, which is extremely important because it is in a highly dysregulated state whenever they are with the narcissist and even outside of that environment. Because when they are with you, they are trying to regulate and the nervous system is moving through different states. So you will get to see irritability, anger, outbursts, tantrums. Instead of focusing on correcting their behavior, you have to focus on the core cause and the core cause is that they do not feel safe. So when you attune with them, you have to make them feel safe by listening, pure listening, unconditional listening. Do not judge them for what they are saying because they will say bizarre things about you. They may not want to talk with you or they may say you're crazy, you're psycho, you're a monster for having these boundaries, for disciplining them, for having a structure. Because as I said, the narcissist probably is putting them on the pedestal and then they think that is their heaven. So you got to listen. And before you say anything at all, you got to regulate. You have to give their emotions the space to express. You have to be the parent that the narcissist can never be, which is why I said you have to be the dual parent because you are their father as well as their mother. You are their both parents. So you have to let 
their suppressed emotions come out. You have to let them be who they cannot be when they are with the narcissist. Once that happens, you can then correct them. Because after attuning with them, listening to them, and then regulating them, you will have a better chance at correcting them. What is correction here? Correction is not telling them this is wrong and that is right. Of course not. It's more about showing them different possibilities, showing them why you are suggesting what you're suggesting. Let's say your child does not want to brush their teeth because they say the other parent doesn't force them. So why do they have to when they are with you? Instead of telling them, no, that is how it is and you've got to do that, go show them a video with that explains what happens to your teeth if you do not brush them, if you do not clean them and they get the fact, they get the idea that you are coming from a loving place. You do not want to torture them. You do not want to abuse them. You are not a monster that he or she has made out of you. You are a loving, caring, genuinely caring person who just wants nothing but best for them. They should understand the motive behind your intentions, which will nurture the trust, which will nurture the safety, which will basically nurture the relationship between you and them. You have to constantly correct the beliefs that the narcissist will implant here and there, but consistently in their head. Beliefs like you're unlovable, or you have to be compliant, or you have to suppress your emotions, you have to suppress your true self. That is the only way you will be acceptable. You have to correct their beliefs that they have to chase someone, they have to please someone, because they will create that dynamic. How will you correct that? By simply showing them the opposite of what the narcissistic parent is showing them by treating them differently because that will make them curious very naturally and they will ask questions like why don't I have to go through the the push and pull the high and low hair with mom or dad that I have to experience with the other parent and their brain will naturally pick up the safety signals the safety cues and they will know that this is the better way of being and better way of living and not that. You have to be the safety pillar that consistently offers them the support until they can become the support they need from you, until they feel safe in their own being, in their own existence. Once that happens, they will be a lot better on their own and they wouldn't need you as much. So you gotta be that pillar, you gotta do the extra work and I know it's very difficult but that is the only option you got in this case. You got gotta nurture their resilience, you gotta nurture their strength, you gotta properly discipline them and have boundaries and explain why you are treating them the way you are treating. You gotta create the environment that is completely different than the environment they get to experience with the other parent. With all these things combined, there's a lot more to talk about, which I'll talk about in the workshop. And I hope you register for it because it's going to be fun and it'll cover a lot more things in there that I couldn't cover here. So in a nutshell, you have to be the safe parent that they can attune with, a parent that listens, and then a parent that gets to their level, understands them and sends the safety cues for them to know that they can regulate with you. And then finally, they can correct their behavior by understanding that there are different possibilities and you are there to support them. You have to be the pillar that the narcissist can never be. You have to create the environment and you have to take care of your own traumas to help them in that healing journey. I hope you found this episode insightful. If you did, let me know in comments, drop a like and share this episode with others. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, let the healing begin and continue.